Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. This teaching today is really convicting to me. And I need to tell you, when I prepared this teaching, I repented, I repented, I repented. I say, God, I need to improve in my own life. I repented a lot. This teaching really helped me. If you don't care about it, that's okay, but I care about it. The reason, because I was growing up in a broken home. My mom and my dad fought each other, hit each other since I was five years old. They did not get along well. Therefore, I grew up in a family where there is no example of love at all. I don't know how to walk in love. I don't know how to show love to people. I was desperate to learn how to love because even brother and sister, my sibling, we never talk to each other that much. We never communicate. Every time we communicate, we almost fight because of that kind of background. I was growing up in a non-Christian background, non-Christian culture. After I learned the Bible, I begin to realize that wow, I need the Word of God to teach me, to train me, to have the culture of heaven. In this teaching, the teaching is in the series called "Learning to Truly Love." Learning to truly love. I want to encourage husband and wife to listen together, maybe once a year in the whole series. This is number nine now. We have learned. How to love? You know, when I be- want to become a neurosurgeon, my professor trained me how to shave hair, how to make a cut, how to snap on the skin so that the bleeding will not come out, how to make a hole in the skull. We need to learn how to perform successful surgery. The same thing we learn about love, but we need to learn how to love in the biblical way. That's my job to teach you as a pastor. We learned in the past many times: love is patient, love is kind. Please listen to the previous teaching. Love is not selfish. Love is thoughtful. You think about what you can do to bless people. Love is not rude. You will not use bad words or have a rude behavior. Love is not irritable. You're patient with your husband, your wife, your friend. You are not irritable. Love believes the best of another person, and love is not jealous. Today we're going to learn another way to walk in love called love make good impressions. Everyone say love make good impressions. But before I teach you how to walk in love, let me read this promise in the Bible, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1 to 10. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all His commands that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. Even though you came from Vietnam, you came from Hong Kong or whatever, you can be above other people in this nation. You will experience all these blessings. If you obey the Lord your God, you want to experience the blessing of God. I believe so. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds, of your dog and your cat and flocks will be blessed. 
your fruit basket or your bank account and bread brought will be blessed. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee, I like that word, guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses, will fill your bank account with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He is giving you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in His ways, the Lord will establish you as His holy people as He swore He would do. Then all the nations of the world will see, see and witness that you are a people claimed by the Lord and they will stand in awe. That jaw will drop when you see this Indonesian man in America. Wow, God bless you. You see this Mexican lady in America, Vietnamese couple, that jaw drop because they see the blessing on you. Now, the Bible says you will be blessed when you obey the commandments of the Lord. The question is, what are the commandments of the Lord? Let me read to you. Matthew 22, 37 to 40. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophet. Basically, the Bible tries to say the whole Bible can be concluded into two laws. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. That's why you don't want to sin. You don't want to cheat God. You don't want to make God unhappy with you because you love Him. And not only that, you love your neighbor as yourself. Let me read one more. Galatians chapter 5, verse 14. For all the law, all the law in the whole Bible is fulfilled in one word. In, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Christianity is about love. We love. When I prepared this teaching, the Lord spoke to me something. It's a big revelation to me. He said this, and I hope you get it too. I hope God download into your spirit right now. Son, I love you. I did not spare my son Jesus Christ for you. He died for you. I love you so much. Therefore, son, love me back. And son, don't depend on the love of man. Because you're going to be disappointed because man make mistake. But depend on my love which is unconditional and never stop. And overflowing all the days of your life. Listen carefully. I make a decision. I'm going to depend on the love of God. If people are hurting me, do bad things to me, I don't take it serious anymore. Because my happiness and fulfillment does not come from man's love. It comes from God's love. And I'm going to love God with all my heart. But God doesn't stop there. He downloaded on me. He revealed to me. You depend on my love. Your happiness is on my love. And you love me. And from now on, son, you make a decision to love everybody, no matter what they do. They are not perfect. They hurt your feelings. They cheat you. They gossip about you or they're nice to you. Whoever, you just walk in love and just love 
people. And even though they don't love you back, that's okay. I just loved you. That's it. They may not be nice to you. You say, I loved you. Because the Bible say, love your neighbor as yourself. The Bible never say, and you command them to love you too. Never. He just say, love them as yourself. And he stopped. He never asked us to expect other people to love us. Therefore, from now on, we're going to walk in love and we're going to see how God blesses us. I want to let you know that we need to make a decision to be high level of Christian, like eagle above the mountain. The Christian who stand on the top of the mountain. We are not just chicken on the ground. This is Thai way. I don't know American way. How chicken in America say? Quack, 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 quack. We want to be eagle. If you want to be chicken, you are the people who just say, you love me, please. Treat me well. Oh, God. Why people treat me this way? That is immature Christian or chicken Christian. But if you are eagle Christian, you will fly high. And no matter what other people do, you still smile. And you love them. You do good to them. Because you are the mature and high level Christian. And no one can hurt your feeling anymore. Because your feeling doesn't depend on man's action, but from the love of God. You are confident God loves you so much. And you can be happy every day. You will be fulfilled every day because the Lord loved you so much by dying for you and taking care of you. Today, we're going to learn how to show love to people because you love people, you're going to show love to people. We're going to learn about greetings. Greetings provide us with dynamic ways to encounter people. Greetings also provide us the way to show affection and respect. Greetings are important. I remember when I was a young boy, anytime my dad's friend walked into the house, my dad would say, greet my friend right now. Sawadikrab, uncle so-and-so. Sawadikrab, greeting in Thai. Greeting. I was trained that way that when I met somebody, I would greet. At that time, I don't know that this greeting is a culture in the Bible. Greeting depends on the nature and also the closeness of relationship. For example, when the soldier greet one another or greet the commander or the king, the soldier will salute. When the king greet the citizen, he slightly bow. The nature of relationship between the king and the citizen. For the acquaintances of people that know far away, you wave your hand, you wave your hand. But when you greet your friends in America, you shake hands. When you greet your relative and family, you embrace and hug. This is in America. But when I greet and you greet your spouse or your loved one, you kiss, you hug and you kiss. So you can see that the type of greeting depends on the nature and the closeness of relationship. Do you know that you can tell the nature 
and the status of your relationship by seeing how people greet one another. You can tell. Sometimes I walk by somebody and they make their face and walk away from me. Don't want to greet me. I know right away that relationship is not good. He doesn't want to greet me at all. He just walk away from me. In your marriage, you can see the relationship in your marriage. You see it in her smile. When your wife meets you, honey, not like, oh. <laughs> you can hear it in his voice. Hi, da, I loved you. You can sense it in the tenderness of that touch. Not like, hi. But you touch gently, warmly, because of the love of that relationship. A greeting also shows the relational health. Is that relationship healthy or not? When you and your spouse greet one another, it's so important to show your relationship. Is your greeting to your spouse very caring, loving, and warm? Or when you greet your spouse, it's very callous and strong and very painful. It depends on your relationship. Do you know that your greeting to your spouse or to your friend can make them look forward to see you again? Or they can say, I don't want to see this guy again. The greeting is so important. We need to practice greeting in our church more. That we greet one another and we greet our spouse every morning. Amen? Sometimes people say, you know, pastor, you talk about greeting. I'm not going to greet that guy. I don't like his face. I don't want to be fakey. I don't want to be insincere. My heart tells me I'm sincere. I'm, I'm the one who's going to be what I am. I don't like that guy. So I'm not going to greet him. I'm going to walk away from him. Yes, that is chicken Christian. But if you want to be eco Christian, you have a good reason to greet even those who hurt you and those who are not nice to you. Why? Because you walk in love. When you love people, again, you don't expect them to love you, okay? But you love them. You love them, you greet them. And that will reflect what is happening in your relationship, that you love them. Another truth about greeting is that Greeting is the way of loving investment. You invest your life in that loving relationship. Or you put money in your emotional bank account. When you greet your spouse very well, you put money in. But if you don't greet your spouse well, you don't talk well, you pull the money out and become red. You want your bank account to be black? Yes. You invest your life for the future day when some conflict happens. But because you have good relationship by greeting each other on a regular basis, when conflict happens, the tension will be less than when you never talk to each other, never greet one another. Throughout the history, the Jewish people recognized the importance of greeting. Actually, one of my lawyers who do the will for me, he's a Jewish lawyer. And he told me that the way the Jewish people greet one another on earth is to say, 120 years old. 120, I learned from him. Because in the book of Genesis, after the flood, 
the word of God say people will live 220 years. So they try to say to each other, long life. They greet each other, long life. Not only that, there is another word when the Jewish people greet one another, the word shalom. The word shalom means many things in English language. Number one, protection. Two, peace. Three, power. Four, prosperity. Five, provision. Six, productivity. Seven, prophetic words. And eight, safetyness. So when they greet one another, shalom. It means prosperous, heal, good health, prosperity. The meaning is so powerful. Yes, we are not Jewish. We may not greet each other, shalom. But we should say the word that will bring blessing to the person we greet. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 6, And thus you shall say to him who live in prosperity, Peace, shalom, be to you. Peace, shalom to your house. Peace to all that you have. Shalom to everything in your life. That's how they greet each other. Shalom, peace. If I greet my patient, shalom. My patient will say, what? What shalom? But we say in the, the same way. We say the word of blessing. How are you? You are healed. Honey, you're so beautiful. You're so rich. You're so highly favored. Wow, you look great. Wow, you're priceless to me. You don't say to your wife or your husband, oh, you are a burden to me. You look old now. I'm sorry. You look terrible. You don't greet each other that way. You greet each other with the word of blessing. You're beautiful. You're great. God loves you. You are prosperous. You're highly favored. Amen. Jesus recognized that even the pagans, the non-believers, greet those they like each other. But it's a human nature that we don't want to greet our enemies or those people that we don't like. But Jesus teaching the Bible, do good to your enemies, pray for your enemies, love your enemies, which means that we need to live to the next level, that we're going to be gracious, humble to our neighbors, to people that we feel that they criticize us or they did not do the right thing to us. So we need to develop the habit and the lifestyle of greeting. How are you going to greet your friends at work, your co-workers? How are you going to greet your neighbors? Greeting is the way to show love, to make good impression. How are you going to greet your boss at work? When I first came to America, I learned that I need to greet my teacher, professor in the school this way. When I walk by my teacher, I walk this way. Good morning. I walk this way to greet my professor in Bangkok, Thailand. So when I first came to Harborview Hospital, the first months, the professor walked by, good morning. And all the American doctors look at me, what is going on with this guy? Why he has to bow down like that? Because I used to that kind of greeting in Thailand that we bow to our teacher and people who teach us good things. We need to learn how to greet. Greet your pastor. Sometimes people walk by me, hit my shoulder, <laughs> and never even say sorry. My brother and sister, we need to build the 
culture of heaven from now on. Let us greet one another. Amen. Amen. If you show love and you greet people, you receive more grace from people. It build good relationship. You're humble. You're gracious. Even your enemy, you greet them. You're nice to them. How much more if you greet other people nice like that? I think you need to greet your spouse ten times more. Really, she deserves your greeting. Wonderful greeting from you. Amen. Everyone say it ten times more. It can be so simple. What you say when she wakes up, honey, did you sleep well? So good to see you again. You're so beautiful today, even without makeup. Oh, the way you greet people, you greet your spouse, can be the look on your face when your spouse pick you up from the shopping mall. You walk in to the car and smile. Thank you, honey. Or it can be the energy. In your voice, when you talk on the phone, when you talk on the phone with your spouse, you don't. Hello, what? What do you want? I'm busy. Okay, hang up. No, when your spouse call you, hello, honey. So good to hear your voice. I loved you. When you greet in the right way, it will make a big difference of that day in the life of your spouse. Make a big difference, and they want to see you again. They need to know that you are really glad to see your spouse. In the same way with your friend, with your coworkers, they need to know that you're so happy to see them. You are not having the attitude of "you bother me." I'm so happy to see you. The right greeting, the loving greeting, the warm greeting, set the stage. For the positive, healthy interaction later on. Sometimes patients come back to me. They went to see three neurosurgeon, and they return to me. They want me to perform surgery on them. You know why? Because I was so nice, so loving to them. Greet them. How are you? And another neurosurgeon may walk in. What What happened? Where's your pain? Okay, five minutes already. Bye. Next one. But I don't do that. I greet people, and they like to come back to me. Greeting is the way to really build good relationship. Make people feel good that you love them. Not only that, greeting set the stage of further healthy relationship, and put the winds in the sail of the person you greet. They may have a bad day that day. They walk into your office and see you, and you say, "Wow, you look wonderful! I like your dress, and you look so good." That person who was down suddenly, oh yeah, really good, good, good. Okay, now I have energy to go on with my life now. You know, you you can put the word of blessing and energy into their life. Put the sail in. There is a story in the Bible, a prodigal son. The prodigal son had a bad attitude. He demanded the inheritance money from his dad. He went out of the home. He spent all the money with wild living, with sinful living, to the point that one day famine came. He became broke. He had no food to eat, no money to spend. He has to volunteer to feed pigs in the pig pen, and he has to eat pig food. By that time, he was so humble and 
so repenting. He come to himself and say, "Even the servant of my dad, they eat good food and have left over, but I eat pig food right now. I'm gonna go back home and say to my dad, I I sin against God and sin against you." So he came back home. In his anticipation, he may think that when I walk in, my dad gonna stare like this. How are you? Why you come back? I think that is his anticipation, his expectation. But look at what the Bible say in Luke chapter 15, verse 20. Why he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him, and ran and embraced him and kissed him. The Bible talk about greeting. I forget to read one scripture. In 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 14, greet one another with a kiss of love, peace, shalom to you all who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Jewish people greet each other by saying shalom and kiss each other. In the Thai culture, we don't do that though. We don't kiss each other. You can kiss your wife or your husband, but you don't kiss stranger. Amen. You need to be sensitive. This greeting that the father gave to the prodigal son, you think it will impact him? You think that action that the dad did, embrace, kiss, get excited, ran to him, that make him feel overwhelmed, that make him feel so deeply loved, accepted, forgiven, treasured, priceless? Wow, dad, you love me so much. I feel so good now. Can you imagine in the same way? When you greet your spouse, greet your friend, your co-workers, your pastor, or members, and you greet with that kind of body language, warm welcome, use the gracious tone of voice, smiling, happy, kind words, the warm action. How people gonna feel when they see you? I want to build this culture in New Hope International Church, and among all the international people here, that from now on we're gonna be like what the Bible say. We should think about opportunity that we can have to greet one another. My dear brother and sister, our greeting may not be dramatic or so strong, but it's a gentle word. Hi, so nice to see you. Wow, wonderful! You, thank you for coming here. Warm, humble, gracious word, and that will touch the heart of people. You should do that the most to your spouse. Amen. You need to do that in your spouse. Do you know that you are not guaranteed to have tomorrow? I want to talk to husband and wife here. Every morning when you wake up. And you see your spouse in the bedroom. You wake up together. That is a gift to you. Amen. That day, every morning, when you wake up and see your spouse in the house, in the bedroom, that is a gift because no one know we have tomorrow. So when you wake up in the morning, you should greet one another. Honey, so good to have you here. Honey, I love you. You're wonderful. You should greet one another when you wake up 
every morning. Do you know that every Sunday when I come here and see all of you here, or every care group on Friday or Saturday, every time I see you, I consider it's a gift. I'm still alive. You're still alive. You don't die. And we see each other in the care group. Wow! How are you? So excited to see you. Wonderful. We should have that attitude that every day is a gift from God. That we can treat one another and show love to one another every single day. Think about it. How your spouse would feel when you greet your spouse in the right way every single day. I think your spouse will feel appreciated, feel loved, feel accepted, and feel so good in his or her life. Amen. Actually, greeting, the right greeting, is priceless. You cannot buy with money. And it touched the heart of people, and you don't have to pay even one dollar. It costs you nothing, only a few words and smile, and the warm personality. But it touched the heart of people that you don't even have to pay money at all. It's priceless. Let us make a choice. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. Let us love. People, even though they don't love us, love is a character, not a feeling. From now on, one way to show love is to show love in hello, in your hello, in your greeting. The book of Philemon, chapter one, verse seven: For I have derived great joy and comfort and encouragement from your love. When you show love to people in greeting, the person who receives will feel joy, comfort, and encouragement because the hearts of the saints who are your fellow Christian have been cheered and refreshed through you, my brother. So from now on, instead of thinking, "Oh, when Pastor Lau gonna like me, love me? Oh, he doesn't like me. Oh, he's mean to me." Instead of Meditating on that negative thing, you should turn it around. From now on, I'm gonna love Pastor Lau. I'm gonna greet him. I'm gonna cheer him up, encourage him. In the same way, I should do the same thing to you. Instead of waiting for you to love me first, I'm gonna cheer you up, encourage you, greet you, tell you how wonderful you are, how precious you are in our eyes. Should we do that from now on? We should not be self-centered. We should be loving. Loving other people, Romans chapter 12 verse 13. Share with God's people of low position. Practice hospitality. The way to show love is to sh- practice hospitality. Hebrew chapter 13 verse 2. I want to show you that the Bible emphasizes a lot about greeting, showing hospitality to one another. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by so doing, some people have entertained angels. Without knowing it, sometimes a person may walk in to the church with the regular clothes, not even tied and suit, and you say, "Oh, I don't know him. I don't care." But actually, God sent an angel here to test you. And when you greet that person, you greet the angel. And that's what happened to Abraham. I'm going to read to you, Abraham, in. Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 to 11. The Lord 
appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre, while he was sitting in the, at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. At that time, Abraham can choose to say, "Hey, who you guy? You're stranger. Bye bye. Get out of here. I'm busy." But look at what the Bible say. Abraham looked up and saw three men. One is Jesus. The other two are the were the angels. Jesus came with two angels to Abraham, standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bow low to the ground. Abraham, he was enthusiastic. He was cheerful. He was excited to greet his guests. Actually, that guest was Jesus and the two angels. And God gonna bless him because he greeted God. Not only that, he was so excited and enthusiastic. He ran there, and also he showed respect. He bowed down. When we greet people, we need to be humble. We need to show humility, and greet people according to their culture. When I greet Japanese, I will not put my hand out and say hi. How are you? I greet Japanese this way. When you greet Vietnamese, just bow your head a little bit. When you greet some American, you shake hand, you hug. So you need to be sensitive to the culture. Amen. American members here, please don't hug woman in this church, because in Asian culture, to hug a woman is quite rude. So you just greet by saying how how are you, shake hand. You need to be sensitive to the culture whom you greet. He said, "If I have found favor in your eyes, who Abraham was so humble. He said, 'If I found favor in your eyes, my lord,' he called my lord, 'and do not pass your servant by.' He's so humble. He called himself servant. He called the guest lord. Let a little water be brought." Then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me give you some coke here, okay? Some drink. Let me get you something to eat. Maybe pad Thai steak, chai yo, bun thit nương, so you can be refreshed. Then go on your way. Now that you have come to your servant, very well. They answer, do as you say. So Jesus and the two angels say, do what you say. Abraham greeted the angel without knowing it. He thought he greeted human being. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, "Get three seah of five flour and knead it and bake some bread." So he showed hospitality. He fed with food. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant. Who hurried to prepare it? He gave the best food to the guests. He was very generous, very kind, and very humble. That's why God used Abraham and blessed Abraham. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set this before them. While they ate, he stood near them under a tree. He really took care of his guests. He showed hospitality. He greeted in a polite manner, with polite word, and he fed them. He entertained them. Where is your wife Sarah? They asked him. There in the tent, he said. 
Then the Lord said, "The Lord mean the Lord Jesus show up there. I will surely turn to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son." Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already old and well advanced in years, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. Miracle happened to Abraham and Sarah because Abraham was a godly man. He practiced love in entertaining, greeting, showing hospitality to the guests, and the guests were Jesus and the angels. Who knows? God sent somebody to you to test you, whether you walk in love or not. Sometimes people are mean to you, and you pass the test. I'm gonna love this person no matter what. I'm gonna greet this person. I'm not gonna make my face like angry. I'm gonna show love. I want to repeat one more time. God loves you. Your happiness and fulfillment should depend on the love of God. Not on the love of man, but at the same time, you decide to love everybody and show love to everybody in action. No matter what they do, who they are, you love your neighbors. If you can do that, you're gonna see high favor from God, supernatural breakthrough, healing, victory. The blessing will chase after you. The blessing will go down to your children and grandchildren and great grandchildren. How many people want the blessing? Love the Lord your God and love people. No matter what they do, everyone makes mistake. Everyone has shortcomings. Therefore, don't depend on people's love. You depend on God's love, and you make a decision. I'm gonna love people, and one way to love people is to greet them with warm welcome, with a gracious word, with a word of blessing and shalom, and with your tone of voice, the eye contacts, the personality, the touch of love. From now on, let us always greet one another. How many husbands say, from now on, you wake up in the morning, you're gonna greet your wife. You gonna greet your wife? What you gonna say? Hello, honey. You're so beautiful. Amen. From now on, you gonna greet one another. From now on, you gonna greet your friend, your boss. You don't just walk by your boss and ignore. You say hi, boss. Good morning. So wonderful to be here with you. You, you greet. You say something. Amen? Amen. Greeting is the way to show love. Amen. Amen. Do you learn something today? Yes. You're going to put it to practice? Yes. Oh, your life will never be the same. You're going to receive a lot of favor from people. Amen. Your marriage relationship will be improved. Your relationship with other people will be also healthy because you invest in your relationship by greeting one another sincerely, lovingly, humbly. Graciously and warmly, Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, for teaching this church one of the ways that we can show love to people. That is to make very good impressions. 
by greeting, showing hospitality, welcoming one another. Lord, help New Hope International Church that this will be the culture in this church in every ethnic group, even between the ethnic group, that we're going to greet one another and be sensitive to each other culture, Lord. We thank you, Father, and Lord, help all the parents in this church to pass this truth into their children, that their children will not be mean, walking around with long face and never say hi to anybody and try to avoid looking at other people's eyes. But that children will be really warmly, friendly, and welcoming, greeting the adult, greeting their friend, their teacher, Lord. Lord, help us, Lord, to pass this heavenly culture into thousand generations, that we will see this happen, Lord. Father, I know in America right now, greeting is not practiced that much anymore. Lord, we are becoming worldly more and more, worldly and worldly. People don't care to say hi and to call uncle and auntie and mister and missus. Lord, we walk by and we don't even greet each other anymore, Lord, in this culture. Lord, bring this back, at least to this church, to the family in this church, Lord, that we're going to be, Lord, welcoming, showing hospitality, and we're going to love people, Lord. We are not looking for people to love us first. We Love you and you love us, that is enough. And then let the love of God, the agape love, flow through us, Lord. We thank you, Father. May this teaching be real and practice in the life of your people in this house from generation to generation to generation. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How many people are going to be doers of the Word of God? Are you going to practice what you learn? Yes. Amen. We are not just hearers. We are doers of the Word of God. And we're going to see the blessing. If you don't know Jesus yet, you're not sure you are born again. I'd like to lead you to prayer to accept Jesus Christ into your heart. Actually, when you look at the sunshine, you look at the moon, you look at the beautiful flower. Beautiful mountain, fish in the sea and ocean and in the lake. Those are the evidence to prove that God is existing. There's no way that those things can happen by accident. God exists. God is real. He created those things. Those beautiful fish, those beautiful flowers, the sunshine. The star in the sky. You cannot explain how this comes into existence without knowing that there is a creator. There's no way all these things happen by accident. There is a creator. And he loved you so much. He sent Jesus Christ, his son, to come and die for your sin. Because we sin against God. We all have sinned against God. And he forgives us and he wants to give us super abundant life. What we need to do is to repent of our sin. Don't play with sin anymore. And give our life to Jesus. And we're going to experience the super abundant life and eternal life. Amen? Amen. Why don't we pray together? Father in heaven, you created me. I did not come from monkey. I don't look like monkey at all. 
I have the image of God inside me. Thank you, Lord. You love me so much. I want to have relationship with you. Jesus Christ is your Son, who died on the cross for my sin. I ask you to forgive me, Lord. Repent of my sin right now. Lord Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. Sit on the throne of my life, Lord. I give my life to you. I will love you with all my heart, my soul, my strength, and I will love my neighbor. In Jesus' name, I am blessed. I am saved. I have grace, and I am favored by the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.